Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Slee, I don't know if you do this or not. Emily, I, thank you. I don't, I, I have, I'm almost positive that you do this if I had to bet. Um, t- watching the Better Call Saul finale last night. When it's done and over, and you watch it in in real time, basically, um, do you go back and watch it again shortly thereafter? To because the reaction is coming. I was very is impossible not to get the reaction. The reaction, at least what I've seen, was almost unanimously positive. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody. Yeah, it, it was, and 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 I liked it too. But I don't like. I didn't like it as much as it seemingly you did, Al, and seemingly as you did, Emily, and a lot of the reviews that I've read. People were over. The, do, do do you go back and rewatch it? Like maybe I was wrong. You're like, no, I'm I'm comfortable in my that that was just okay and keep it moving. I do typically because again, my first instinct is typically positive, especially if it's a show that I've really enjoyed and I trusted it. It wasn't like something that stood out to you that was bad. And then it's like, okay, maybe this one scene was a little too long. Maybe this it's speech funny was it, really it, long. It felt a little long. So it there are some parts of some soliloquies. That were long, some scenes that I felt like were a little forced at times. Friday. Let's wait till Friday. Would you, you, do you ever go back and rewatch? Is I actually, that, is that something I, you I, do? I rewinded the end and probably like the last three, four minutes. <clears throat> I wanted to see it again. Partially also because my girl fell asleep and she was like, what happened? I'm like, of course. Yeah. <laughs> she liked it that much, huh? Yeah. She sleeps. <laughs> Catches up on a lot of sleep. That is more. I don't like this than falling asleep in the middle of something. Or pulling out a phone. Both of the things are bad. The phone, I think, is worse. Her problem is not that she doesn't like it. She'll just fall asleep. (laughs) Is she narcoleptic? So then she wakes up. Now it's like close to midnight at this point. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's late. And and then when she wakes up, she's like, know that you You have a radio show in the morning, Al. You need to get your shut eye. You need to get your beauty sleep. She's actually pretty good. She usually goes to sleep before I do. I'm probably a midnight guy. I, should I go back and watch it again? Because I want to like it as much as you guys do. I just yeah. don't. Well, okay. You're talking about go back and watch the entire yeah. episode? Yeah. That's a lot of time. Yeah. I'd I mean, watch the last 30 minutes, 15 minutes, something like that. There was the... It's a good episode. It, it was. Did you have any distractions? Did you pause it? Nope. It's funny because there's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, the nine-minute commercial breaks. <laughs> Actually, it didn't have any commercials. I watched on AMC+. Plus. Yes, Lee. So you got to get AMC+. Plus. Get another stream. Give Have Emily give you the password for <laughs> AMC+. Plus. I also realized I hate the countdown. I hate the three minutes of ads left. Oh, like to know how much time yeah. you have left? I'm like, I right, 2.45 left. I'm just staring at it. Like, like in the corner? Were you watching it on a streaming service, too? Two seven, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just watching it on good old-fashioned cable or satellite <laughs> direct TV. Old man. Yeah, I mean, I just, it's, it's. I'm not, I've already, I'm already paying for it. I might as well. Oh, and definitely you, use it. But you go through and you record. I didn't watch it as, you know, give it 20 minutes, and then you can just power you can just, through yeah. all the commercials along I'm, the way. I'm uh, take away that subscription, though, as soon as, like, I watch it today again, because I don't need anything You're going to watch it again. Yeah, I'm going to watch it again. They just charge it by, fun. like, the year. <laughs> the annual. So here's my thing. I, I listen to this podcast that breaks it down, like, beat for beat, and then I'm going to go watch it again with what they said in mind, too. So I have my own opinions. Watch the first time, listen to a podcast, and listen to it again. I want to like it as much as you guys, and I just don't. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. The Rams are having a scrimmage uh, today, probably taking place as we speak. Um Matthew Stafford expected to throw 60 passes in or they're excuse me they're going to run 60 plays yep. in this scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Um they say that they're going to really air it out that they're going to mm-hmm. really let him go out there and turn it loose or whatever phraseology that they're using. Um that's fine. They, I I get it. I'm not so worried whether or not he's going to be able to get through a workout out. I'm worried whether or not, you know, does this lead to a setback? Does this lead to maybe week one he's not quite where he needs to be? And if he has to turn it loose in week one, does that mean week two is a little different? It's not unlike a pitcher's injury, which they have compared it to, that each time you do it, it's not necessarily that time. It's the time that comes after that. So it's really tough to, you know, the team's going to do what they can to, they want to write the narrative, right? So I think we only know so much. 
Maybe staff, Maybe this point. isn't that big of a deal. Maybe it's more of a big deal than we thought. I think you and I were talking about it last week. I'm like, I feel like they're selling us a little bit that everything's sure. okay. Until you get to that first game against the Buffalo Bills, nationally televised. I mean, that's, that's going to be such a good, exciting game. I'm sure the adrenaline. I mean, there's that's such a good game to start the NFL season. Until you get to week two and week three and week four, I do have a curiosity. I mean, we, we kind of spent a lot of the offseason. It was less to do with defending Super Bowl champs, how difficult it is to defend. Last time it's happened was 18 years, 20 years, whatever it's been since the Patriots. It's been more about Stafford specifically. Hey, how's this dude feeling? You're watching the preseason game. Um, and, you know, the thought process was, okay, is the backup going to get opportunities? Or no, no, no. Are they now saying – Let's not, risk give him him. Hurt. Let's not give him any opportunities. And we're reading into all these different things. And I think today's little scrimmage, we read into it as well. I really don't think we're going to know until you're a couple weeks into the season, not even the game against Buffalo. I think a you're little right. bit further past that. You're right. How's he feeling after that? Yeah. Is he, is he sore? Is he not? <laughs> you got all the adrenaline that's going to game one, but then you actually start the grind of the football season. That's what I'm yeah, waiting It's for. not the first day you go to the gym. It's the time you go back the the second or third day. It's like I can't lift my arms over my head, right? I did. I felt great. You know, you're pushing some weight around. That's when you cancel your membership, you're and then you're like, okay, I'm back in this thing. And you go, you wake up the next morning. It's like you got you were beaten with baseball bats in the middle of the night. It's like what what the hell happened? They, this isn't the way that it's supposed to go. The fact that it's even in the air, yeah, that that's the most troubling part about this. This this I get it. The season went long. It's a good problem to have. It means you played in the last game of the year. It's all good. But they've had basically five months to get this thing where it shouldn't be an issue at all, and yet we're managing it. We're talking about it. We're waiting to see what the scrimmage looks like. If This is presumably what's – the, what's the cliche? What's the line that the only day of a football player's life where they're healthy is the first day of training camp, and then after that it's like everybody's dealing with something along the way? Even on that first day of training camp, he wasn't quite where he needed to be. That that that's something. It's 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 alarming. How how loud of an alarm? I don't know, but it's not nothing. If it's if it's lingering, and you know the regular season comes, and early in the regular season he has to take a game off or two games, then that's a completely different conversation. Maybe just maybe uh, this was blown out of proportion. The Rams were just being incredibly incredibly cautious. And maybe by the time we get to week three, week four, nobody's even talking about. Why this not anymore. say that though? Right? He's fine. We're just he's good. We're just not playing him. That that yeah, there's, just... there's the only reason why you wouldn't say that is if you didn't feel like that was the case. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And that's the part that just and because here's the other part. Let's let's go to this next thing. Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers are both not going to play in the preseason. They both got what are being described as soft tissue injuries. Both of those guys can't stay on the field. Cam Akers, two years ago during his rookie season, I think it was the second game of the season, he lands on the football weird, and he misses a huge chunk of the season, comes back, plays pretty well. Before the next season even starts, he ruptures his Achilles and comes back. And, you know, All the credit to him for being a tough guy and coming back really yeah, quickly. Yeah. Eh, it wasn't very good. right? He, just, he was kind of out there, and it didn't really work out. Daryl Henderson hasn't been able to stay on the field in any meaningful way from the time that they drafted him three years ago. Here we are again. Season hasn't started. Soft tissue injuries, not doing it. This is just the life that these guys – and I don't know why at some point you just don't start running guys through the backfield like they're – because of all the positions in the NFL, yeah. that seems to be the one that's the easiest to replace. The wear and tear that – the season hasn't even started yet, and we're talking about guys that are out, talking about guys that are 100% healthy – uh, if I'm right, the Rams had the toughest schedule by winning percentage. That can change. Just teams that we think are going to be good yeah, will be 500. Yeah. Teams that we think are bad are, are going to eventually do or play better football. They got a lot of things in front of them, and that's a, that's what makes it so challenging. Like when you think of how long it's been since anybody has repeated in a Super Bowl, every single game that the Rams have this year, it's either the defending champs are coming into our house or – it's wow, we're going to SoFi to take on the defending champs. Everybody, it kind of it 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 uh, teams will be much looking much more forward to playing the Rams than obviously a game against Seattle or Arizona or one of these other squads. I think they've got four games on their schedule. That you go, hey, yeah, that's they're going to win that one. It's Atlanta, it's Carolina, and the two against the Seahawks, and the two against the other division games. So you could split, it, sure, yeah, that could happen. But th- that means there are so if those are four, you've got. 
13 games. Oh, yeah, 13. You got 13 games where you're kind of tossing. I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot here for a second because I'm curious. I have I have my answer. Where do they get? Like what? Their last game of the season is what? Their last game of the season. So you're, you're actually talking through postseason I, and everything. They're, they're, yeah, their last game of the season could be the last. You know, Seattle on that final Sunday of the year. That could be their last game or something beyond. No, that. I, I definitely think. I definitely think they're in the playoffs. I definitely think they're yes. going to be a team to reckon with. But I also think that they could easily lose in the NFC Championship game, right? Like that it's not that's how football works. Last season there were 3 games to get to the Super Bowl that they could have lost any of those games. They could have lost to the Niners. They could have lost to Tampa. They could have lost to the Cincinnati Bengals. They could have lost any of those games. And and none of us would have you wouldn't have hes- hesitated. You would have said, would- oh, they lost to the Niners by yeah. a field goal. Oh, well, they also <laughs> lost six games prior right. against the 49ers. Right. The game against Tampa. That would have been, we would have had something to say because they had a 27-3 lead. You would have had something to say. Yeah. And it would have been shocking and everything else. They threw basically a Hail Mary to put themselves with. Yeah. You know, forty something seconds left on the clock. I don't know what you were saying when McVeigh were. They were actually moving the ball downfield. I'm like, wait, why aren't they just kneeling and going into overtime? Yep. The Bengals game came down to the, the end. The, the Bengals game is great because the further you get away from it, the more fun it is. I was watching. I did, took a little page out of your book. I was watching YouTube on the TV and they, they like highlights from Super Bowl Fifty Six. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, let's. And it was. I think it was done by an awful theme, so it was just. It was terrific. Um, it was basically the huddle was hey, we're just going to throw it to Cooper Cup. Okay, ready, break. Is that the one and, you, they they they'll have the audio feed? Yes. Of the player? Yeah. How good are those? Oh, they're, they're the best. I'm like what the but hell is this? The ball just kept going to him every single time. Nothing and they can if do you're, about it. If you, nothing you, nothing can, you do can do about, about it. it. But if one of those passes is not sure. on the mark, if he if he breaks off a route just a little sure. bit wrong, it doesn't work out. Here here's I don't like saying this, but I think this is how it's going to go. I think they're going to win their division, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're going to win their division by having a 14-win season or a 13-win season or a 12-win. I think they're going to win 10, 10 or 11. 11 games. I think that that's they're going to be 10 and 7. They're going to be 11 and 6, which is good, but not great. Sure. It's good. I think that they might win that opening playoff game, and I think that's about because. Like you said, the schedule is impossible. Everybody's gunning for them. There's primetime game after primetime game. We're already dealing with a little. It's There's the, the hangover. It's the NFL. This is how the NFL works. There's always it's like 20 years since somebody's ran it back. Mm-hmm. We've seen teams go to the Super Bowl a couple of times in a row, but they usually don't win it a couple. Of, they, they just feel like there are so well, many it, obstacles in front of them that one of those obstacles is going to trip them up. And we haven't even started the season. Where we talking about Stafford? Yes. Right? The, the most important player on the team. We're talking about Stafford and how his arm is as a quarterback. Is that a problem? <laughs> is, that, is that an issue at all? It's like Aaron Donald can't lift his arms above his head. You, is that a problem? Do you remember this? People would say, hey, will you take this team or the field? Tiger in his prime. Will you take Tiger in this major or will you take the field? And people would make those bets, right? Like those. That was a real bet, by the way. It was a real which bet. Is which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Do you see where he's going to try to go squeeze the rest that. of the PGA Tour guys? Say, hey, listen, that. we've built this thing. Don't be like one of those guys. By the way, you know what that's also saying? That's just going to be a conversation on its own. That they're in a real, yeah. real issue. Yeah. Where some of those, because I think most of it was like top 20 players and things like that, they might be reaching that tipping point where guys are like, well, all these other guys have gone. The bad press has been there and they took the they took most of it. I'm just another guy now if I go play for live. We'll see what happens with that. But you remember they would be say, would you take Tiger or would you take the field? If I if I brought that question up today about the Rams, would you take the Rams or would you take the field? Oh, 95% of people are going to say, I'll take the Look, field. any gambler. that's the NFL. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I did that against the Warriors, if I said Warriors or the field, field. you might get 20 25% of people that say, you know what, I think Warriors can repeat. The Durant Warriors, I'll take the Warriors. The Ti- Tiger Woods, I'll take Tiger Woods almost every. Because even if I said to you, you can have Tampa, Green Bay, and the Rams or the field. I'm still taking the... Most of the good teams. How much am I better half of the draw? <laughs> I don't know. So, something that would make you uncomfortable if it was coming down to the end. You know that that not that you're going to be destitute. We'll yeah. talk Lakers for food on the side of the road, but that would make you go, yeah, uh, Lady Slee. We're going to have to change the uh, monthly budget. I think around. eighty bucks is my. That's my word. I start sweating. Could be, could be I start sweating a little bit. I hate losing bets. I like I money. It doesn't because whatever it is. Let's say it's twenty dollars. 
Well, that could have been a really nice sandwich. That could and a beer. Could have been sushi. <laughs> could have been sushi along the way. I got two. Okay, you ready? Two things at sushi uh, from Albertsons on Saturday before I came in here. Had one for lunch. Had one for dinner. How many think two sushi things from Albertsons set me cost? Back? Yeah. Can I ask what kind of sushi you got? Yeah. So one was a like a salmon and tuna um, nigiri, right? Just the rice okay. with the fish on top, and yep. the other one was a uh, like a rainbow roll. I'll go twenty four. Close, but too low. Thirty. Fifteen bucks a whack. Wow. At Albertsons. I was thinking eleven ninety five a piece, something it's like a lot. that. Yeah. Well, because you got the inflation right now. <laughs> and and I got the packet of soy sauce. Maybe they ding me for six bucks for something like that along the way. All right. Julio Rios. Extra a- ginger. Bro, just take the sushi. Oh, please. Good. Fresh ginger, by the way. Stupid. It's very, very hard to beat. Um Walker Bueller is down for the rest of the year. Do the Dodgers have their number one guy? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Did you polish it all off, uh, Taylor? Did you get through the whole sandwich? Long gone. All right. Emily, so you done? No, she's on the right phone. Now, she's yeah. working right now. So you and I took our final bites uh, yeah. last break there. Thanks again to uh, Red Chicks for bringing us the hot chicken sandwiches along the way. Their new location, 10100 Venice Boulevard in Culver City. Um, we're going to be out there, I should say 710 is going to be out there this Saturday, noon to 2. Autograph merch and other cool prizes to give away. Experience the crunch at Red Chicks, hotter than you. Just have seasoning all around me now. Do I have like a red mustache going on? My paper, I just throw like away a-, a sheet of paper that I had. I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> basically my nap. I want to see the webcam view, Slee. Yeah. Up close and personal. Our people back there. Scott right they should have put it sandwich. on the sandwich so they could see you coming. <laughs> right, oh. like put the camera on the sandwich as it's approaching your maw <laughs> and just yeah, crazy people watch that stuff. Like they will watch. I'll just set up a camera right in front of them, right? And this is where they they'll go to restaurants, millions of views, all that stuff. I'm down to see the actual food. I like seeing the food, the way it's prepared. But people will just watch somebody eat a slice of pizza, or they'll watch somebody eat a burger, or they'll watch somebody eat a. Chicken sandwich, whatever the case is. Yeah, no. People consuming some. You're not wrong. Yeah. And I'll leave it at that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Emily, you seem like you have something to say on this topic. No, no. I think we all kind of uh, know about what we're talking about here. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's fine. There's, there's, look, if my choice is between doomsday videos and watching people eat a slice of pizza, I'll I'll I'll, I'll watch somebody eat the... uh, the slice of pizza. All right. Opening round. Uh, or I shouldn't say opening round. NLCS game one at Dodger Stadium. Dodgers put the best record in Major League Baseball uh, in the books. And they get the home field in the NLCS. Yep. They're taking on the New York Mets. Game one. Julio Urias against Jacob deGrom. You loving that? Because that's your number one guy right now. He, he, he did another shutout yesterday. He pitched the whole game. But Dodgers had a 4 nothing win over the Brewers. Julio has been nothing short of brilliant over the last month or so, an ERA of under one since July 16th. But DeGrom's that guy that when he goes out there, it's like, I don't think we're going to get any hits off this guy. So I, I don't want to set it up that way. How about Julio just being your number one guy in the playoffs? Because that is how it's going to play out. And whether that's against the Braves or it's against the Mets or the Cardinals or the Padres, I think anybody in a matchup against DeGrom um, – Listen, that's real deal. That's as good as it gets. And one of his problems has been, you know, obviously the injuries and being available, but he's been – I mean, I don't know what he's given up. 
in his couple starts that he's been back. I don't think he's gave up a run. Maybe he gave up a run, whatever the case is. And he's striking guys out left and right. I think the DeGrom thing is that's an outlier for any pitcher in baseball. That's a tough matchup. Yes. However, however. But that's who you got to go through. So I worry less about the game Julio pitches. I worry more about, okay, can you rely on these guys after Julio? Julio's going to – he's been there before. He's proved it. If Julio went six innings and didn't give up a run and a few hits, you wouldn't be surprised. Mm-hmm. If Julio went six innings, gave up a run, two max, you wouldn't be surprised. I think the real question is going to be if it's Gonsolin going up against Scherzer, right, in that game two, that critical game two. They're all critical. But is Gonsolin going up against hey, look, Scherzer? How do you feel in that you, game? You just brought up something that I think is very possible but also very scary. Because what you just had was Tony Gonsolin pitching that second game, which means Clayton Kershaw is not around. Because if Clayton Kershaw is around, he's going to pitch that second game, right? And, and if he's not available, and, and I don't think this is the typical, you know what, just put him on the I.L. for a couple of weeks, let him rest. We're, he could very well be there. It, 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 he could very well be there, but he could also be a pitch away from a back injury at any point. That, that was a real thing. When you're just throwing in, ooh, you know, like anything else, that's not just, okay, you're good. You threw enough, okay, let's come sit down. Let's put you on ice for a couple of weeks, and we'll bring you back at this time. I'm legit concerned about him right now. If, if Gonsolin is pitching that second game, if Anderson is pitching that third game, and some combination of Dustin May or Andrew Heaney or something, therefore, that we've gotten pretty thin in that regard pretty quickly. Julio, you're right. You put him up against anybody, you've got a pretty good chance. It's who's ever bullpen blinks first, right? Mm-hmm. They, they probably both go out there and give up one run, maybe none, and you go from there. But beyond that, I don't know how it matches up if Kershaw's not around. If that he has become so much more important than Dustin May, who Kershaw's pitches on pitching Saturday, great this year, he's pitched beautifully, injuries, but yeah. he's been down twice now. Mm-hmm. And the first one maybe more of that thing we talked about, where hey, okay, you got got a sweat going, okay, sit down for a couple of weeks and we'll bring you back. That one didn't freak me out nearly as much. Dustin May pitches on Saturday mm-hmm. against the Marlins, whatever. Um. Dave Roberts was talking about, hey, he doesn't need to be the savior. He doesn't need to, he needs to be himself. He just needs to be, yeah, but what I need him to be is mm-hmm. him, the best version of himself. I can't have him easing into this. We need him to be either that fourth guy or we might need him to pitch the eighth he, or ninth he, inning. Can he ease into it over the course of a month? I, I'm not talking about easing into like the, the rotation or, yeah. or an innings pitch. I'm saying is what it needs to be is pretty damn good from the jump. This is not, it's not ideal by any stretch. But the fact that you have about six weeks, five and a half weeks left before before the postseason starts, you'll have a pretty decent idea what May is by the time by the time you get to mid September. Right? Look, you'll have an idea. Is this guy looking okay, not only does he look great, he's obviously fresh, he's got his stuff, or you're gonna be like, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. And so you have just enough time to kind of figure that out, I think, with Dustin May. This goes back to what we were talking about with the Rams a second ago. It's from old man Trav. It says, I'm worried about this Matthew Stafford injury. It's giving me, I don't even want to say this out loud, Todd Gurley vibes. Does this not sound oddly familiar? Does this not sound like, because remember, no, Todd's fine. Todd's fine, guys. No, nothing's wrong with Todd. Yeah, but you're not giving him the ball anymore. Now, guys, everything's fine. Yeah, I, okay, I hear you. Everything's fine, but um, he used to get 150 yards a game and score three touchdowns, and now he's touched the ball three times and did nothing. Everything's fine. Yeah, but um, why is uh, why is C.J. Anderson the guy that's getting the ball every time? Because everything is fine. I don't, I don't even like hearing that. It's way, way, way too familiar. That's why I stop on some of these. I really do. Like Sometimes listening to, listen to McVay, listening to some of these other guys talk about him, it, it like you and I can put thirty different stories in our head of what could happen when the regular season starts. Is Matt Stafford healthy? Is he not healthy? That's when you're kind of starting to get to the point. Like, I can't wait for September eighth. Can we just see it? Can we see what it looks like? If let's say they come back today, Slee, and yep. it's like, oh, he threw thirty passes. Yep. He completed. Don't oversell it. He completed. Don't he completed twenty four of them. Had uh-huh. a couple of touchdowns. No interceptions. He looked great. How you feeling? The best scrimmage I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, best do, scrimmage I've ever seen. Do you feel good? Was there some footage on it? No cameras. <laughs> yeah, we just decided to have a cameraless practice today. Everything's Shut it fine. down today. What if it comes back and, yeah, he was great. And what if he comes out and does his press and he says, hey, I felt great. No, absolutely no problems I, I at would, all. I would take him to his word. 
Stafford more than McVay. I think McVay has to kind of dance a little. He's oddly honest, though. Like by by I head mean, coach more standards, like a coach. You you got a coach that will probably dance more than a player. Like Stafford, yeah. I could see, I could see him saying, you know what, it just felt good to get out there. Uh, my timing was good. I felt really good. Rhythm was there. If McVay says it, I I feel like I don't know. Is he is he blocking something? Does he not want a GM from San Francisco to hear something? Like I always <laughs> feel like there's an angle there. We kick the tires on Jimmy G. Right? Maybe I'm sure the Niners would love to help the Rams. You guys want Jimmy G? Kirk said something really interesting that they have to release him. He makes like $25 bucks. They can't have a $25 million backup. That he's going to be released at some point and available to go get him if you want him. Right? That it's not going to be up to them. They may can try to trade him at any point, but they have to. You're not going to have a $25 million backup quarterback. Is there a he's hard going date to be on that? Maybe. I, I don't know. I, the short answer is I don't know, but... Look, I don't know if I hate that idea. I he's played in the NFL, he played in the Super Bowl, he's played in a bunch of big playoff games. He's not Joe Montana, he's not, but he's not John Wolford either. Manage. Yeah, I'm just saying. Maybe, maybe maybe look for something like that. All right, Jeannie said something about Michael Jordan that made me say, "Huh? That really something that we want to say out loud?" That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is a good idea, Al. This is from uh, Crypto Ray. He tweets in the community. Um, he, by the way, everybody should sign up for the Trav and Slee uh, Twitter community along the way. Uh, Ray writes, with preparation, Slee would kill it doing stand-up, especially if he had Trav in the audience. He always is laughing at at Slee's dry humor. You you would need a couple of confidants right in there that are going to pick you up, that are going to laugh at your stuff. To go in there totally cold would be the most scary thing in the history of the world. Just go up there and tell jokes in front of nobody you know. You need somebody that's going to laugh. You just go and you're like, well, this is boring. <laughs> like, Trav, what the hell? We just talked about this. No, I, I, would, I would have your back. You should try it. We should both find something that would terrify us and and <laughs> make us good. That's I was you, you literally took the words right out of my mouth. Skydiving is the top. That oh yeah oh a hundred percent. I here if I'm being a hundred percent honest, I don't think I could. I really don't think I could make myself do that. That's I'd have okay. to pick. Well, I'd have to pick something out of a damn plane with a freaking. Yeah, I, I just I that, extreme that that feels maybe like, going shirtless somewhere like. Um. <laughs> I, oh, I I I would. I would work for a month shirtless before I'd go skydiving once. That there, there's just it, the plane's operating. Why would I throw myself out of it? That what doesn't if, seem like a good idea. What if you're doing a presentation in the conference room? You don't have a shirt on. The entire station's there. Or skydive? Yeah. Oh, shirtless. Taylor, have you ever gone skydiving? No, I would do it though. If you're paying, like, yeah, I'm not surprised like, he would do yeah. it. You did it, I'm right? actually surprised. I'm surprised he hasn't done it. I would have thought Taylor. Yeah, has I wouldn't put it this way. I wouldn't have been surprised because yeah, I go, I go yeah. every Wednesday. Nah, it just hasn't been brought in. You know, nobody's brought it up to me. I guess. Well, let's go skydiving today. I go every and Wednesday. It's expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of expensive. Emily, you haven't done it. Oh no, yeah. never, never a chance in the world. I'll do that. It's yeah. expensive, but we spend, we spend money on so many stupid things. That okay, I would argue about... that skydiving is also a stupid thing, but no. It that's seems a, a, like kind of a stupid thing when the again the plane is working. Okay, there's a it's an experience. No, I understand, it's but an it's experience. It's it's not man. It's not health insurance. Well, it depends. On it's where not you're medicine or food. Where are you jumping out? Well, when I say stupid things, I'm I'm talking about you go to a dinner and you can oh, drop yeah. two hundred bucks oh, for before sure. you even know it, yeah. and you're not going to remember Especially that if, dinner if you let the waiter pick the wine. 
<laughs> but if you go skydiving, you'll always remember that. Yeah, well, hopefully. See, I, I'm always worried about you are what if signing it goes paperwork. Wrong. Yeah, no, they don't. There they don't make definitely... me sign a waiver when I order that bottle of wine. Hey, you know this could be the last bottle of wine you ever have. I'm just saying that uh, <laughs> this 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 indemnifies the uh, the winery from us when you go boom at the end of the day. I'm not going to do bungee it. jumping. I wouldn't do. Would you do stand up? Isn't that weird? Um, yeah, maybe one of these days. Maybe one of these I used days. to do sketch comedy when I was in college. But it's, you're with other people, right? Yeah, it's, and I did improv at one point in time, too. And with other people. Yes. Yeah. So it's never by yourself. You're never bombing by yourself. But I have been in an improv scene that has been bombing, and it does suck. The, oh, of course it does. That's one yeah. of those things. If you're flowing, it's building up. If you're not... It's spiraling it's down. spiraling out of control. Here you go. This is from Nick, and she writes, uh, yes, comedy. The most terrifying thing I've ever done in my life. I'm still scared every time I get on the stage. The next time I'm performing, I'll let you all know. And she tags uh, the, the, everybody here on the show. I would, Nick, let me know when you're doing that. Because stand-up comedy, like when Mason sings the national anthem, right? Mace is not like a professional. That that's still like I'm stepping out of my comfort zone sure. to and step takes, onto a, a stage. Yeah. I want to. I don't want to see somebody that's trying to do it to become the next, you know, Chappelle. That that's worked on it and go. I want somebody that's like more raw. You know what I'm going to go do? I'm just going to go. I'm going to go stand up there and see if I can get these people to laugh. I want you to do it. Do you know people look at what we do? A lot of people say, "Well, how the hell do they?" Dudes that just came in were nice enough to bring us lunch. Mm-hmm. They're like, how do you guys just talk for three hours Monday through Friday? And my answer, and I'm sure your answer is the same, I'm, like, not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how we do it. <laughs> well, at the end of the day, you're just having a conversation, right? Yeah. You and I could talk about whatever we want to talk about. The, the idea of I, I don't have to make you laugh. I don't have to make – I just – we could theoretically – Read from the phone book. Entertaining. There's well, a lot of theoretically, listeners yeah. that will either tune the- in. Or theoretically, tune out. I mean, you never know. Theoretically, we're supposed to do it that way. Uh, one more here. We need neighborhood Karen telling Susan that she saw you throwing your fast food bags in her trash before you got home. Thanks. Yeah. See, there you go. That's a perfect. That's a perfect example of why I'm well, anti ring camera. You definitely deserve that if that happens. What, what's, what do you got going over there? Your bat. You drop your bat. You gonna take a little BP. Which one is that? Great thing is I didn't even touch it. Is that the one that we I did had, this with? Does Travis a... go deep? Travis goes deep. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, I don't think it's this one. No, I th- it might be. Is it? I, it might be. Yeah, I would have thought that would have been in Cooperstown by now, but apparently it's still knocking around in the uh, seven ten studio along the way. All right, um, Laker owner, Laker owner, I should say, Jeannie Bus uh, did not say that LeBron James was the goat. She didn't pick Magic or Kareem or Kobe or any of those guys. Um, in the promo for a NBA 2K23 video game, she picked Michael Jordan as the greatest ever to lace him up. Quote, Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time, Jeannie Buss said in the clip. It's not a bad pick. It's Michael Jordan. It is kind of weird to hear that from Jeannie Buss because to the other two candidates on the list, there, there are three people, right, in the conversation. It's him. It's Kareem. It's LeBron. The other two played for your organization. Were you surprised to see that? Maybe a little surprised, but to be honest with you, it doesn't bother me. You know, I I can't stand when – does she have to pick a Laker? No, she shouldn't have to pick a Laker. She shouldn't. Listen, I know she's – and her family is such a critical piece to L.A. and what that organization has built and the reason why we sit here – almost 24-7 talking about the Lakers, and so do national telecasts and everything else. Michael Jordan is considered the best player to ever play the game. That's not the question. But but (laughs) the fact that she's saying if it's Michael, then that's okay if that's how she feels. That's all right. Like, I don't have a problem with that. I don't have an issue with that. She doesn't have to say – Kareem, but I'm surprised she didn't. She doesn't have to say LeBron, right? She doesn't. Have, you could actually even go further down that list, and you could start making conversations of. I think every every person that watches the NBA, every person that gets an opportunity to see some of these great players, your cup of tea might be a little bit different than my cup of tea. I'm listen. I get what you're angling at here. She's the governor of the Los Angeles Lakers. Her family and Dr. Jerry Buss, I was talking about, I was watch, started watching Legacy yesterday. Um, great history of the organization. Iconic players everywhere you look. I'm okay with it. I, I'm, I'm all right with it. I could see why it's a little bit of a story, 
but I got no issue with it. And it's people are going surprising. at her. I'm not saying that she shouldn't be able to pick. Look, if she wanted to pick, uh, you know, Benoit Benjamin as her, she can pick whoever she wants. But I was surprised that she didn't pick one of the two people that have worn the uniform of the team that she represents. I, I, I'm not saying she's wrong. It's a good pick. It's fine. She could, like you said, pick her. But they, they're pretty brand on. They're, they're, they are pretty loyal to what it is that they do and, and, and who they are, where they come from. And they, they beat that Laker drum proudly, as they should, because they have arguably the most iconic brand in the entire league that she would not fight a little bit. Of, oh, no, it's, it's, it's Jordan. It probably is. But hearing it come out of her mouth is like, Oh, okay. I almost kind of, in a weird way, I almost respect it more because she's expected to say Kareem or she's expected to say Braun or expected to say, you know, I, I almost, I almost, I almost find myself respecting it more because it's probably more of an authentic answer. Michael Jordan, greatest of all time. Yeah, coming from her. If it came from Phil Jackson, sure. Mm-hmm. He's got a foot in both camps, right? If it came from. Somebody that wasn't look because she's as closely identified with this team as anybody, right? That she the first person after the players is her father, yep, and then probably Chick Hearn, and then her, right? These are the the people that didn't play for the team. Those are the people that are most closely identified with it, and that she just you know, yeah, I think it, I think it's Michael. That's I, I'm I do I think you're right. I think it's kind of cool that she was able to do it. I'm just really surprised that she did. Are you um? Do you ever get in those conversations? Like, do you like those conversations? No, not even a little bit. I don't either. Yeah. I don't either. I, I don't like them, and I'll, I'll tell you why I'm, I'm not crazy about them. You know, somebody's going to say, you're an idiot, Alan. Will Chamberlain is the greatest ever. Okay. Like, uh, what am I going to argue? I didn't I didn't see Will. If, I'm, if somebody's going to sit back and they're going to say, um, you know, Kareem is the greatest ever. Okay, sounds good. That That's your cup of tea, right? Like, I, I those arguments of... Well, who's on? Who's the 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 four greatest to ever play the game? Who's the greatest point guard? We kind of all have our opinion, but I think a lot of it depends on era. You know, this is when when somebody asks, "What's your favorite era of music?" Probably the era that you grew up in. Oh yeah, right. Right. What's your favorite? What's your favorite movie? Now that could kind of probably range a lot further, or whatever the case is. But I, I'm never a fan of Space Chimps. Yours too. I thought you're <laughs> mine too. They, that and Caddyshack 2 are the tied for worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Let's try a quick one here. Let's go to Los Angeles and Kevin. Kevin, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Kevin? Yes, that's what I'm saying. When you when you say the GOAT, you got to think of what area you're talking about because the rules change. Like when Shaq was playing and Jordan were playing, it was man-on-man. You could hand check. Now you got an arm check. And then with Shaq being so big, yeah, a lot of people started doing zone defense when they didn't do it before. So now it's easier to – it's not as hard to beat somebody because you can play a zone defense when before you had to play – you had to know how to play defense and stick one person. And if you that one person had to stick Michael Jordan, you was going to have problems because he was going to probably beat you nine out of ten times. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. Like, this is why these conversations, they go around and around and around. It's like, yeah, yes, the rules are different. If they, if the Warriors and Bulls played under the rules that the Warriors play in, the Warriors would turn them inside out. If the Bulls and Warriors played under the Bulls rules, they would win. Same thing goes for individuals. So this is why those conversations make me want to bang my head on the desk. Listen, the genie, your your argument was not to argue who is the greatest no, no. player of it's, all time. It's, it I was, was just surprised. There was an, you know what it was? Genie is picking somebody outside the Lakers. It was an odd moment of honesty. Right, which in sports they they happen. It's like yeah. occasionally people get caught telling the truth, mm-hmm. which is always a weird situation. Like, wait, did she just wait? Did they just say the thing that we all know to be true, but we didn't expect them to say it anyway? I That's kinda, what it is. I kind of like it. I'm okay with it. You know I just saying, but I, still was surprised that not like or dislike, just that it happened was surprising. Surprise, I could see that, but I kind of like that. All right, there is a little bit of this. Let me go with Michael Jordan over Kareem or LeBron. Not a bad pick. All right, the dump is coming up next and super crosstalk right after that. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't know if this happened in the last couple of hours or not, but I, I, for whatever reason, it's kind of uh, shown up in my timeline quite a bit over the last you know hour or two. Another, uh, uh, another, or the first maybe trailer for season five of Cobra Kai is out. Sleeve, you got a chance to check it out yet? Did you? I did. Yeah, I'm, I've we, been out for a while. Yeah, it, it's funny because we were super into it. We were basically enjoying it, promoting it as if they were paying us, <laughs> and then. We fell it, off a cliff so it quick. Hit, it hit the wall in a hurry, didn't yeah, it? it did. That I was super into the first couple of seasons. I don't know if it was the nostalgia. I don't know if it was fresh out of the pandemic. I don't and know what it was. Anything, but yeah. that, that, that ran its course quickly. When I started watching it, I would go back down to El Cajon at Grand Hills High School and just start walking around high school. Kicking guys in the head like yeah, the people in Cobra Kai? And I felt like I was 14 again, <laughs> 15 it, uh, again. More Johnny, less of everything else, and maybe so, they could suck me back in. During this was earlier. Um, went to go use the restroom, and Berg yelled at the hallway, "Hey, have you seen the Cobra Kai? Yep, trailer number." And I'm, yep, I was like, "Wow, I didn't know they. I didn't know. I didn't even actually know it was still going on. I knew that they were doing another okay, season, but I haven't checked it out. That Berg has watched every one. Oh, I think if I he's think if he's, he's coming in. in with the trailer, I think breaking he's all news. In. Yeah. yeah, I I I think you and I tapped out at exactly the same spot right when Terry what happened Silver, to us. It wasn't good anymore, mm. and it wasn't even you know what it went from. But I'm okay to watch something that's not good. But here's the thing: you're you're, you're exactly right. There's not good, but I'm enjoying this in spite of it being not good. Yes. And then there's just, this is just this really is bad. Yeah. This is just not, I'm not feeling this at all. Feels like it went there. Um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire premiered on this day in 1999. That was the biggest Killed deal it. when that thing came Killed out. It. Regis and his monochromatic Killed tie it. and jacket. Like that was like, he has a whole, there was a whole look associated with it. Were you all in? Did you watch it all the time? Not all the time. What what was your favorite of all the game shows? Well, like as a kid, just in general, in general, because two always come to mind. All right? Price so is right. Price is right always comes to mind. Family Feud. Family Feud was my second. Yeah, um, those are the two that was like for years, and they haven't really expired. If I Price is right, I don't on. watch. Price is right, I don't watch. But that's just because we're you doing work a for show. a living. Yeah, we're doing <laughs> yeah. a show at ten. You're not. You're not a 1950s housewife. <laughs> but Family Family Feud, if it comes on, I'll. I'll let it. I'll I keep it on. I'm quick, gone. I, it I'm does. Still okay, it, it, feud. Eh, okay. So here's my. You ready for my criticism of Family Feud right mm-hmm. now? And it's it's very basic. Every single joke is a sexual innuendo. Yeah. Every good single answer. Good one answer. of them. It's like, dude, I, I, I get it. It's kind yeah. of once in a while it would happen and it would be pretty funny. But now that everything is set up for that, not so much. Mil- Millionaire was Emily. It predates you, right? No, I watched. Uh, Who wants to be a millionaire? I watched it when I was a kid. But you weren't even born. Were you born in ninety nine? No, I, I was born in ninety nine. I was born in ninety six. Okay, but she I was I, I watched as a kid in ninety nine. Yeah, she, she was <laughs> three years old. She plugged in. Call a friend. I was Call say, a friend. Who would be your phone a friend if you had a phone a friend? Doctor Clapper. Oh, that's good, a good answer. One. You know what's funny? Yeah. Do you know where I was going? I got mm. a buddy of mine. His name's Dusty. He's a doctor. Yeah. And that's where I was going to go. And But Dr. Clapper is... Because right. Dr. Clapper, not only if you got like a science question, he's a really good bet. Yep. But if you got a question about the arts, he's and a really good like bet. it's like generations of yes. just knowledge. Yes. Doc, Dr. Clapper should be everybody's phone a friend. I've been several people's phone a friend in other situations, like on at trivia where they have been allowed to have their phones, like they're playing trivia with their friends. They'll text me and see if I know something. So Did, I know Have you gotten right things. each time? I've gotten right majority of the time they've asked me. Okay. Anybody else, Lee, that would be on your phone? They called me on would accident. Would you call me? They would call me on accident. Oh, no, no. We didn't know it was you. If it's about baseball cards between 1978 and yep. 1984, call me. She'd be good in games. Remember she was telling us a story where she's playing with her roommates and she was getting angry at them mm-hmm. for giving her – she'd give them an answer, but they felt really good about an answer. She yeah, I get really like into trivia. <laughs> Why? Just because just you like it, I'm, or do, I'm do you win kind of stuff? A, I'm a competitive person, and so okay, I also. Are, do you choose what to be competitive in? 
Because I'm competitive, I think if but I, if it's not important, if I know I'm if I know I'm not going to win, I'm not that competitive about it, and then I'll joke around and have but fun. But what do you win? You just you just like the victory? To, to, do you, like do you strut around with like a trophy <laughs> over your head? Like what are we doing? I I just like having to. I I just get a little stressed, and then I also want to. I just feel like I I, I want to have a celebratory beer after I win trivia. <laughs> I like that. The I highest can, I've gotten I though, can get with that. beer trivia is really hard. You have to have a big group. So I, the highest I've gotten is second place. I've never won, I've unfortunately. Never, I've never had the uh, the pleasure. All right. Did you see this video, Slee? There's a fan in the crowd yelling at Tony La Russa. Yeah, that's probably a scout. To, to go take a, a runner out and put a pinch runner hey, in. Tony! And Tony did. Yeah, I know. Um, this is not a good look no. for Tony Larusa this season. The guy who's taking the video, it's like, what the f is going on? Because he's just seeing it all unfold. He's looking <laughs> over here. This guy telling him that Tony's going out there and he's trying to call timeout. Think about this. This this has happened to Tony Larusa. Well, four four things. Really, and, okay. and correct me if I'm leaving. My favorite out. is the easiest. There one. there was basically a mutiny against him at one point during the season. That's with not his my players. favorite. Yep. Um, the other one was where he decided to walk a guy with two strikes. Yeah, that's not important and, to me. And and everyone was screaming at him. There's two strikes, yep. Tony. Yep. We saw that. And then, and he then was protecting himself. It was against the, the Dodgers, and yep. the Dodgers ended up winning. Muncie the game. hit it. Yeah. Muncie hit a home run. The one I like. He fell asleep in the dugout. Just pretty great, Come on, bro. Look, a day, it wasn't. It was early in the game too. It was like the first, it was like second, a sec, first yeah. or second inning, yeah. In the dugout, standing up, and now he's, he's letting like, guys I'm, in the crowd to determine, um, you know, lineup What's maneuvers. The What's the problem? Just I don't know. If we're gonna let guys in the crowd do it, let's just pick a guy out every day. You go. Imagine you're coming through. Welcome to Dodger Stadium, sir. Yep. Enjoy your game. Welcome to Dodger Stadium, ma'am. Enjoy enjoy the game. Congratulations. Would you like to manage <laughs> just balloons. It's like, like in hockey the, when they have that goalie on standby at all times. Yeah, the emergency goalie. Yeah, exactly right. Like, or you're talking like at a sandwich shop. Like, hey, you're our five thousandth customer. Congratulations. You get a free sub for life. Get to manage. Only get to manage the White Sox on any given night. Yeah, it's a bad look. For Might him. be time for Tony to shuffle on down the road. It's a, it feels like that's uh, past him. The Manti Teo documentary has dropped on Netflix, so I'm behind on the Laker thing. I need to get caught up on that. Heard, I heard Woodstock is a really good documentary too. I think it's on Netflix. Woodstock ninety nine, yeah, ninety nine. I'll miss that one. I don't have to see that. But the Manti Teo thing is that that story was so bizarre bizarre yeah. that he had a girl like catfishing we that was kind of the thing that kind of brought catfishing to our attention at least in the sports world but everybody fell for it notre dame fell for it nbc fell for it sports like all of these incredibly well-heeled institutions bought no one checked it out when he said his that she died Keep in mind, this person didn't exist. He said that this person, and Notre Dame's sending flowers. And I'm like, to who? To where? Like, where? Where did nobody stopped and said, um, Manti, where can we send these flowers? Uh, uh, uh. No one sniffed this thing so out until you, Deadspin did it. You've kind of opened my eyes on some of this stuff when it comes to like sports documentaries or what's the story? How, how are you going to trap me in? How are you going to bring me in? Is this something I've never seen before? This documentary, literally from start to finish, sounds like it's such a different world for me. I don't understand that world. I think it's going to be a fantastic one. We definitely got to watch it. I cannot wait to see it. I absolutely will. I, you know what? It dropped tonight, Emily, or today? It's already on Netflix, so you can watch it, it right now. Is it like a one-parter? Is it just a, an hour or so? Because I, 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 I don't know. 34 parts. I, I, even better. I don't know if I'll get through. I'll get through 31 and a half of them. Like Emily with League of Their Own. I'm going to get right to them. I'm going to be late to a uh, Rams pregame show. Well, here's what happened. <laughs> I'm going to get to it. I'll get, Rams Friday night pregame show starts at 5 o'clock, um, Al. So make sure that you got uh, your, your calendar set up for that. It's time for a little super crosstalk. ESPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. K256CX 99.1 FM Pasadena, Los Angeles. It's the greatest segment in LA sports radio history. Radio history. Oh my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. If Bologna grows stronger, super crosstalk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Slee? Super crosstalk begins. It's time for Super Crosstalk. So the wheel of guest hosts landed yes. on Beto Duran today. Look who it landed Mace. on. What's Beto up, Beto Duran. Uh, 
Jackpot, jackpot, baby, jackpot. It was eventually going to happen. Have we worked together no. on a show? No. I didn't think so. First we, time. We did once, but it wasn't memorable. Did you? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Did you Clearly earn this spot with your home run? Is that what? Because oh, I yeah. remember when, when he hit it, Mace, you said, all right, now you're welcome to back in the, uh, <laughs> oh, well, the family. Well, back in the club. Yeah, he That's signed right. a contract at uh, home plate. What do you mean? Yeah. Right whoa, down whoa, home whoa, plate. Whoa. After I hit the home run, because yes. you told me, hit the home run, I don't want to be the hero today. <laughs> that's right. Because that's, you were such a nice guy. I, am I went up to Mason, and Amanda tried to interview me on the field. I said, no, 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 this is Mason's moment right here. Let a team Mace, and I let him have the interview. Yeah. Then afterwards, I said, okay, now I'll do your show. <laughs> right. No. So you it's go. your choice. No, he is Absolutely. agreed okay, to good. do it. Exactly. What the clock ruins tea times? It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. Well, you're not a morning, you're not a dew oh, dropper. I, I am. I am. Yeah. I, I, 6 a.m. is great, but then afterwards, a couple cocktails. Yeah. 4 o'clock is great. I'm not hearing anything that's bad, but. No, how much golfing <laughs> do you do? A lot. Yeah. yeah, do you? Why not? Three, four How many? Times a week? Three, four. No times kidding. A week. Wow. I got nothing else to do. Might as well. He's gonna roll in at noon. Just three cocktails deep. <laughs> no, no, yeah. that, that's why. No, he's got grass Let's stuck get... in his hair. Four o'clock is perfect because then you can take the afternoon nap. Yeah, take showers, you get the siesta, you get the golf, yeah. you get the siesta, you're tough. good. I noticed you were live streaming when we first came on. I saw you do the little, the well, little thing. Live stream. What, whatever it is. I do. Story. Wait, what are you doing? I, I took a picture for Instagram. Oh, yeah. well, it, same thing. It's all the same to me. <laughs> why, when, why when you got the me in the background, you decided to move forty-five. I don't yeah. know what it is. It's just you had your phone I, I up, you're taking pictures. I posted on Instagram the story that, hey, I'm on the radio from one to four today. Okay. If you don't promote yourself, nobody else will. That's probably true. That's probably true. So, what'd you think? Of what? <sighs> Better call Saul. We talk about it all the time. Uh, so how much thing. is he going to let out? None of it. We're, we're Mason's a professional. This, we're None all in this weird position. None of it. Where we want to talk about so it the, and we can't so talk it is, about it. Here, here's what it is. The the internet, the critics, universally, they thought they did a great job closing it up. Good. Okay. I, I haven't read any of the reviews. Okay. They, they were almost... Twitter, entire, entire, Twitter loved it. I Twitter loved it. season, but Twitter okay. loved it. Okay. Emily yeah. loved it. Yep. Al loved it. I liked it. I, I liked it. Sounds I, about right. Yeah, it, it was because I thought the ending. Right. No, I, you the, don't love anything. No, that's not true. The, <laughs> the ending. I wa- I listen to the show. Whenever it comes to something, you're like ah. The oh. ending to Breaking Bad was terrific. Yes, it was. It was terrific. This is a I very different, it's a different ending. Yeah. Totally, it's a different show. Two different shows. I was going to say the shows. The style is so different. I thought the ending was proper for Better Call Saul. Yes, I did too. I did too, and I thought, and this is not given. Everybody knows that uh, that Brian Cranston came back for this, and he yep. shows up in the finale oh, like he, does? he was in the wow. previous episodes. Yep. <laughs> really, really great good. scene. Really, I haven't great seen this, scene. this season. Great, thing. great scene. No, he's <laughs> already been in it. I haven't seen this season at all. Oh, okay. yeah, but the season Beto's been out for like but I don't have right, AMC. So By I the way, it was really well reported that Cranston was going to go back. I don't into read the, the trades. 